0: Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace.
1: I love the straightforwardness and the simplicity that that he uses to teach.
0: His teachings are very simple for everybody to understand. If it hadn't been for this ministry, I don't know where I would be. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome
1: to our Monday's broadcast of the Gospel Truth. TODAY I'M GOING TO START A BRAND NEW SERIES TALKING ABOUT HOW TO PREPARE YOUR HEART. THIS IS AN OLD TEACHING THAT I'VE GOT. I DON'T TEACH ON THIS VERY MUCH, uh, BUT IT IS A POWERFUL TRUTH, AND IT'S ONE THAT GOD HAS USED IN MY LIFE IN A BIG WAY. YOU KNOW, MOST PEOPLE LIVE THEIR LIFE KIND OF ON THEIR OWN, AND THEN WHEN THEY GET INTO TROUBLE, WHEN SOMETHING BAD HAPPENS, THEY TURN TO GOD AND THEY CRY OUT FOR HELP. AND THAT'S THE WAY THAT MOST PEOPLE, EVEN MOST CHRISTIANS, LIVE. They, THEY DO THINGS THEIR OWN WAY, AND THEY USE GOD WHEN THEY GET IN TROUBLE. AND THAT'S WHAT MOST CHRISTIANS REALLY ARE SEEKING FOR, IS SOMEBODY TO TELL THEM HOW TO GET OUT OF THE TROUBLE THAT THEY'RE IN. AND THERE IS A VALID USE OF THAT BECAUSE WE ALL MAKE MISTAKES. WE ALL FIND ourselves IN SITUATIONS WHERE WE HAVE MESSED UP AND WE NEED GOD'S HELP. BUT WHAT THIS TEACHING IS ABOUT IS HOW TO PREVENT PROBLEMS IN YOUR LIFE. AND MOST PEOPLE REALLY AREN'T CONCERNED ABOUT THAT. MOST PEOPLE, AGAIN, ONLY TURN TO GOD WHEN THEY GET THEIR BACK AGAINST THE WALL AND there if THERE ISN'T ANYTHING THAT IS, YOU KNOW, RIGHT THERE IN THEIR FACE THAT IS CAUSING THEM PROBLEMS, THEY'RE PRETTY CONTENT TO JUST LIVE THEIR LIFE THE WAY THEY WANT TO. BUT THAT'S THE REASON THEY RUN INTO THESE PROBLEMS. AND SO ONE OF THE THINGS THAT'S COME OUT OF THIS uh, COVID-19 QUARANTINE... IS THAT, MAN, I'VE BEEN STUDYING A LOT. AND I'VE STUDIED FIRST AND SECOND SAMUEL, FIRST AND SECOND KINGS, FIRST AND SECOND CHRONICLES. THESE ARE SOME OF MY FAVORITE PASSAGES OF SCRIPTURE. MATTER OF FACT, I HAVE TO KIND OF FORCE MYSELF TO GO STUDY OTHER THINGS JUST SO THAT I'LL BE WELL ROUNDED. BUT I LOVE GOING THROUGH THESE HISTORICAL BOOKS BECAUSE, MAN, I JUST LEARNED SO MUCH THROUGH IT. LET ME START OVER HERE... IN FIRST CORINTHIANS CHAPTER 10 AND SHOW YOU WHY THAT BLESSES ME SO MUCH. BUT IT SAYS HERE IN FIRST CORINTHIANS CHAPTER 10 AND IN VERSE 6, IT SAYS, NOW THESE THINGS, AND IF YOU TAKE IT INTO CONTEXT, I WON'T TAKE TIME TO READ IT ALL, IT'S TALKING ABOUT WHAT HAPPENED TO THE ISRAELITES AND HOW THAT THEY, uh, YOU KNOW, WENT THROUGH ALL THESE TEMPTATIONS AND STUFF. AND IT SAYS, NOW THESE THINGS WERE OUR EXAMPLES TO THE INTENT THAT WE SHOULD NOT LUST AFTER EVIL THINGS AS THEY ALSO LUSTED. NEITHER BE YE IDOLATERS, AS WERE SOME OF THEM, AS IT IS WRITTEN, THE PEOPLE SAT DOWN TO EAT AND TO DRINK AND ROSE UP TO PLAY. THAT'S EXACTLY A QUOTATION FROM THE BOOK OF EXODUS WHEN MOSES WAS UP ON THE MOUNTAIN AND WHILE HE WAS UP THERE ON THE MOUNTAIN COMMUNING WITH GOD AND GETTING THE TEN COMMANDMENTS, THE PEOPLE ROSE UP TO EAT AND DRINK AND PLAY AND THAT'S WHEN THEY uh, MADE THIS uh, GOLDEN calf AND WORSHIPPED IT. In verse 8, it says, Neither let us commit fornication as some of them committed and fell in one day about three and twenty thousand. That's talking about when Balaam counseled Balak how to get the Israelites to have God's judgment came, come on them. And he enticed them through the women to come and worship their gods and stuff. And there was 23,000 that died through that. IN VERSE 9, NEITHER LET US TEMPT CHRIST AS SOME OF THEM ALSO TEMPTED AND WERE DESTROYED OF SERPENTS. AND THIS IS TALKING ABOUT WHEN GOD SENT SERPENTS AMONG THEM AND MOSES PUT A BRAZEN SERPENT ON A POLE AND IF THEY LOOKED UP ON IT, THEY'D BE HEALED OF THE SNAKE BITES THAT THEY HAD. IN VERSE 10, IT SAYS, NEITHER MURMUR YE, AS SOME OF THEM ALSO MURMURED AND WERE DESTROYED OF THE DESTROYER. MAN, THERE'S SO MANY EXAMPLES IN... Uh, THE CHILDREN OF ISRAEL DURING THAT TIME IN THE WILDERNESS WHERE THEY JUST GRIPED AND COMPLAINED ALL OF THE TIME. AND, MAN, THE SCRIPTURE SHOWS US THAT GOD DOES NOT LIKE GRIPING and, AND COMPLAINING. IN VERSE 11, NOW ALL OF THESE THINGS HAPPENED UNTO THEM FOR EXAMPLES, AND THEY ARE WRITTEN FOR OUR ADMONITION UPON WHOM THE ENDS OF THE WORLD ARE COME. AND SO IF YOU TAKE THESE PASSAGES OF SCRIPTURE, THIS IS VERY CLEAR THAT IT'S SAYING THAT THE THINGS THAT ARE WRITTEN IN THE OLD TESTAMENT WERE WRITTEN FOR OUR LEARNING, FOR OUR EXAMPLES, SO THAT THROUGH THEM WE MIGHT LEARN NOT TO DO THINGS. DID YOU KNOW THAT YOU DO NOT HAVE TO EXPERIENCE EVERYTHING THROUGH HARD KNOCKS? YOU DON'T HAVE TO LEARN EVERYTHING AT YOUR OWN EXPENSE. THE REASON THAT THE BIBLE RECORDS ALL OF THESE THINGS ABOUT SO MANY PEOPLE IS BECAUSE IT IS TRYING TO SHOW US WHAT THE CONSEQUENCES OF EVIL LIVING ARE, WHAT THE BENEFITS OF A GODLY LIFE ARE AND THINGS LIKE THIS. AND IF WE WOULD TAKE HEED ACCORDING TO WHAT THE SCRIPTURE SAYS, IT WOULD SAVE US FROM MAKING THESE SAME MISTAKES. AND SOME OF YOU HAVE HEARD MY TESTIMONY, BUT I GOT BORN AGAIN WHEN I WAS VERY YOUNG, EIGHT YEARS OLD. I'VE BEEN SEEKING GOD MY WHOLE LIFE. I BECAME RELIGIOUS. AND I THINK THAT RELIGION AND BEING RELIGIOUS AND uh, BEING A Pharisee IS PROBABLY THE WORST SIN OF THEM ALL. BUT I DIDN'T GO OUT AND COMMIT ADULTERY, FORNICATION, uh, LYING, STEALING, uh, DOPE, GETTING DRUNK. I NEVER HAVE DONE ANY OF THOSE THINGS. AND ONE OF THE REASONS IS BECAUSE FROM A CHILD, I HAVE BEEN STUDYING THE WORD AND, MAN, I HAVE LIVED VICARIOUSLY THROUGH THESE PEOPLE AND I'VE SEEN THE DAMAGE THAT THEIR SIN DID TO THEM. AND I JUST DECIDED THAT, MAN, I DON'T WANT IT. DID YOU KNOW YOU DON'T HAVE TO LEARN EVERYTHING THROUGH YOUR OWN FAILURES. SO I'M SAYING ALL OF THESE THINGS JUST TO INTRODUCE THIS SUBJECT. I'M TALKING ABOUT HOW TO PREPARE YOUR HEART, AND I'M GOING TO BE SHOWING YOU THINGS IN SCRIPTURE, WHY PEOPLE FELL AWAY FROM THE LORD, AND HOW YOU CAN PREVENT THAT FROM HAPPENING TO YOU. YOU KNOW, I'VE KNOWN A LOT OF PEOPLE, I'VE MINISTERED TO MILLIONS OF PEOPLE, BUT I'VE HAD PERSONAL CONTACT WITH THOUSANDS, PROBABLY TENS OF THOUSANDS OF PEOPLE. AND OVER THE YEARS, YOU KNOW, I GO TO SOME OF THE SAME CHURCHES, SOME OF THE SAME CITIES AND THINGS OVER AND OVER, AND I'VE SEEN PEOPLE, AND I'VE SEEN PEOPLE THAT AT ONE TIME WERE JUST PASSIONATE ABOUT GOD, AND I MEAN IN LOVE WITH GOD, AND and IT'S SO EXCITING TO SEE THE WAY THAT GOD HAS TOUCHED THEIR LIFE, BUT OVER A PERIOD OF TIME, THEY COOL OFF AND THEY LOSE THIS JOY. THEY LOSE THIS COMMITMENT TO THE LORD. AND I'VE ACTUALLY SEEN SOME PEOPLE THAT HAVE GONE THE OPPOSITE DIRECTION AND TURNED AGAINST THE LORD. AND YOU SEE THAT, AND IT JUST BREAKS YOUR HEART, AND YOU WONDER ABOUT WHY DOES THIS HAPPEN? AND AS I WAS SAYING AT THE FIRST OF THE PROGRAM, DURING THIS uh, VIRUS uh, QUARANTINE THING, I'VE BEEN STUDYING A LOT, AND I WAS STUDYING THROUGH Uh, ALL OF THE HISTORICAL BOOKS, FIRST AND SECOND SAMUEL, FIRST AND SECOND KINGS, FIRST AND SECOND CHRONICLES, AND YOU SEE THIS PATTERN JUST OVER AND OVER AND OVER. PEOPLE THAT STARTED OUT GOOD, BUT THEN THEY GET OFF TRACK. AND VERY FEW OF THEM EVER RECOVER themselves. LIKE IF YOU LOOK AT THE KINGS OF ISRAEL, and, AND THESE ARE SOME OF THE MAJOR THINGS THAT THESE HISTORICAL BOOKS SHOW THAT SAUL STARTED, AND MAN, HE WAS SENSITIVE TO GOD. HE WAS HUMBLE. And he had the anointing of God come upon him. The Spirit of God came upon him. He led the people, and he started out good. But the real problem with Saul was that he wanted people's opinion. He was a, he had an inferiority complex. You can see that when they went to anoint him to be king, that he was actually hiding amongst the stuff. And here was this guy. I mean, Samuel went through this real elaborate production to. LEAD UP TO HERE'S here's YOUR KING AND WHEN HE CALLED HIM OUT HE WASN'T THERE AND HE HAD TO GET A WORD FROM GOD AND THEY FOUND HIM HIDING AND BECAUSE OF THAT MAN PEOPLE DISDAINED HIM AND SAID MAN HOW'S THIS GUY EVER GONNA RULE OVER US BUT but SAUL HAD THIS INFERIORITY PROBLEM HE HAD A FEAR OF WHAT PEOPLE THOUGHT ABOUT HIM AND I'M NOT GONNA TEACH ON SAUL BUT IF YOU WERE TO GO THROUGH 1 SAMUEL ESPECIALLY CHAPTER 10 THROUGH 15 YOU CAN SEE THAT HE JUST OVER AND OVER AND OVER LET THE PEOPLE DOMINATE HIM, AND HE WAS A MAN PLEASER. YOU KNOW, JESUS SAID IT THIS WAY IN JOHN CHAPTER 5 AND VERSE 44. HE SAYS, HOW CAN YOU BELIEVE WHICH RECEIVE HONOR ONE FROM ANOTHER AND SEEK NOT THE HONOR THAT COMES FROM GOD ALONE? IN OTHER WORDS, IF YOU ARE A MAN PLEASER, IF YOU ARE CODEPENDENT AND HAVE TO HAVE PEOPLE APPROVE OF YOU AND WHAT YOU'RE DOING ALL OF THE TIME, YOU'LL NEVER... REALLY BE A POWERFUL PERSON. You, FAITH WON'T WORK FOR YOU BECAUSE YOU WILL BE derailed BY WORRYING ABOUT WHAT EVERYBODY'S THINKING. SO YOU SEE THIS HAPPENED WITH SAUL. SAUL STARTED OUT GOOD, BUT HE HAD THIS CHARACTER FLAW. HE WAS WORRIED. HE WANTED TO PLEASE EVERYBODY. AND AS A RESULT, HE WOUND UP uh, LITERALLY TURNING AGAINST GOD, DID TERRIBLE THINGS. I MEAN, TRIED TO KILL DAVID MULTIPLE TIMES, TOOK DAVID'S WIFE AND GAVE HER TO ANOTHER MAN. HE EVENTUALLY uh, WOUND UP GOING AND CONSULTING WITH A WITCH. Uh, TRYING TO CALL UP SAMUEL AND FIND OUT THINGS, AND GOD TOTALLY REJECTED HIM AND GAVE THE KINGDOM TO DAVID. AND THEN DAVID STARTED OUT. IT SAYS IN FIRST SAMUEL CHAPTER 13, VERSE 14, THAT DAVID WAS A MAN AFTER GOD'S OWN HEART. AND MAN, DAVID STARTED OUT SO GOOD. I'VE GOT AN ENTIRE SERIES ON LESSONS FROM DAVID THAT WOULD REALLY BLESS YOU. AND THERE'S SO MANY GOOD THINGS THAT HAPPENED IN DAVID. AND I'D SAY FOR THE FIRST COUPLE OF DECADES, DAVID WAS JUST SEEKING GOD WITH HIS WHOLE HEART. MATTER OF FACT, DURING THIS SERIES, I'M GOING TO TAKE ONE OF THE PSALMS THAT DAVID WROTE AND TALK ABOUT THAT AND SHOW YOU SOME THINGS. BUT DAVID ALSO FELL AWAY FROM THE LORD. NOW, DAVID IS AN EXCEPTION TO THE RULE BECAUSE WHEN HE SINNED WITH Bathsheba AND THEN COMMITTED MURDER TO uh, TRY AND COVER UP HIS ADULTERY WITH Bathsheba, AND THE PROPHET CAME TO HIM AND REBUKED HIM, DAVID REPENTED. AND HUMBLED HIMSELF AND GOD RESTORED HIM AND SO HE WAS ABLE TO RECOVER. MOST OF THE PEOPLE THAT TURN AWAY FROM THE LORD DIDN'T RECOVER. THEY GOT OFF TRACK AND NEVER GOT BACK ON TRACK. AND SO DAVID WAS ABLE TO RECOVER. AND THEN SOLOMON COMES ALONG AND SOLOMON, HE LOVED GOD WITH ALL OF HIS HEART. AND I MEAN, WHEN HE WAS MADE KING OVER THE ENTIRE NATION OF ISRAEL, MOST PEOPLE THAT WOULD JUST GO TO THEIR HEAD. YOU KNOW, THERE'S THIS STATEMENT THAT uh, ALL OF US HAVE PROBABLY HEARD THAT POWER CORRUPTS AND ABSOLUTE POWER CORRUPTS ABSOLUTELY. AND SOLOMON BECAME THE ABSOLUTE UNDISPUTED KING OVER ISRAEL. MILLIONS AND MILLIONS OF PEOPLE AND HE, he COULD HAVE uh, LET THAT GO TO HIS HEAD. HE COULD HAVE BEEN OPERATING IN PRIDE AND YET THE LORD APPEARED UNTO, it, unto HIM IN A DREAM AND ASKED HIM WHAT HE WANTED AND HE SAYS, I'm like a child, and this is such a great responsibility. There's so many people, I don't know how to go out or to come in on my own. God, I need your wisdom. God, give me wisdom. Instead of asking for victory in battle, instead of asking for riches and honor and fame and all of these other things, man, he just wanted to be submitted to God. And he started out so pure, and yet Solomon, you can read in 1 Kings chapter 11. HE WOUND UP EVENTUALLY HAVING 700 WIVES AND 300 CONCUBINES, WHICH I BELIEVE IT'S DEUTERONOMY CHAPTER 17. MOSES WAS uh, PROPHESYING TO THE PEOPLE RIGHT BEFORE HIS DEATH AND WARNING THEM AGAINST THINGS. AND HE SAID THAT WHEN YOU GET A KING, MAKE SURE THAT HE DOES NOT MULTIPLY TO HIMSELF WIVES OR HORSES. SOLOMON HAD OVER 40,000 HORSES AND GOD SPECIFICALLY TOLD HIM NOT TO HAVE MULTIPLE HORSES WHICH IN HIS DAY, YOU KNOW, THAT WAS THE... Uh, THAT WAS A TREMENDOUS uh, uh, ADVANTAGE TO HAVE A HORSE AND and THE HORSEPOWER AND ESPECIALLY IN THE ARMY AND STUFF LIKE THIS. BUT THE LORD TOLD uh, THE PEOPLE THROUGH MOSES, DON'T MULTIPLY TO YOURSELF HORSES. HE HAD 40,000 HORSES. DON'T MULTIPLY WIVES. HE HAD 700 WIVES AND 300 CONCUBINES. AND IT SAYS IN 1 KINGS CHAPTER 11 THAT HIS WIVES TURNED HIS HEART AWAY FROM THE LORD. AND SOLOMON ACTUALLY WOUND UP BUILDING uh, IDOLS AND SHRINES to, all, TO Ashtoreth AND ALL OF THESE PEOPLE, THE GODS OF THE WIVES THAT HE HAD MARRIED, AND IT SAYS THEY TURNED HIS HEART AWAY FROM THE LORD, AND BECAUSE OF THIS, GOD JUDGED HIM AND TOOK THE KINGDOM AWAY FROM HIM. SO ANYWAY, I COULD JUST KEEP GOING ON AND ON AND ON THROUGH ALL THESE THINGS. BUT THIS IS A PATTERN THAT YOU SEE THAT PEOPLE STARTED OUT DEPENDING UPON GOD WHEN THEY WERE SMALL IN THEIR OWN EYES. MATTER OF FACT, THAT'S THE EXACT WORDS THAT THE LORD USED uh, THROUGH SAMUEL TALKING TO SAUL. AND IN THE 15TH CHAPTER OF 1 SAMUEL, HE REBUKED uh, SAUL FOR HIS SIN. AND HE SAID, WHEN YOU WERE SMALL IN YOUR OWN EYES... THEN THE LORD WAS MOVING IN YOUR LIFE, BUT NOW YOU HAVE BECOME INDEPENDENT OF GOD. YOU THINK YOU CAN DO THINGS ON YOUR OWN, AND IT LED TO HIS FALL. AND YOU JUST SEE THIS OVER AND OVER AND OVER. AND AS I WAS STUDYING ALL OF THESE THINGS, MANY YEARS AGO, I WAS... I WAS JUST BEING GRIEVED AS I SAW ALL OF THESE THINGS THAT HAD HAPPENED, AND I WAS READING AND saying, GOD, WHY DOES THIS HAPPEN? WHY IS IT THAT PEOPLE THAT AT ONE TIME WERE COMMITTED TO YOU, AND THEY STARTED OUT SO GOOD, THEY WIND UP FALLING AWAY. HOW how IS IT THAT THIS HAPPENS? THERE'S BOUND TO BE A REASON FOR IT. AND AS I WAS READING, I CAME TO THIS SCRIPTURE IN 2ND CHRONICLES, CHAPTER 12, VERSE 14, AND THIS SAYS, AND HE DID EVIL. THIS IS TALKING ABOUT Rehoboam. Rehoboam WAS THE GRANDSON OF DAVID AND THE SON OF SOLOMON. AND uh, IT SAYS HERE IN VERSE 14, AND HE DID EVIL BECAUSE... HERE'S THE REASON THAT HE DID EVIL, AND THIS IS THE REASON THAT ALL PEOPLE DO EVIL. IT'S BECAUSE HE PREPARED NOT HIS HEART TO SEEK THE LORD. THE REASON THAT PEOPLE WIND UP FALLING AWAY FROM THE LORD IS BECAUSE THEY PREPARE NOT THEIR HEART TO SEEK THE LORD. SO THAT'S WHAT THIS ENTIRE SERIES IS GOING TO BE ABOUT, IS HOW TO PREPARE YOUR HEART. Now, it needs some explanation because when you read that to most people, they don't really think about what this means. Let me just present it to you this way that I don't know anybody who gets up in the morning. I'm talking about a person who's been born again, a person who has a relationship with God, who is headed in the right direction. It looks like things are going good in their life. I don't know anybody like that that just wakes up one morning and says, Today, I think I'm going to turn against the Lord. I think I'm going to renounce my faith in the Lord. WELL, LET'S USE IT THIS WAY. I DON'T THINK THAT DAVID, WHEN HE SINNED WITH Bathsheba, I DON'T BELIEVE THAT HE GOT UP THAT DAY AND JUST SAID, I THINK I'M GOING TO GO COMMIT ADULTERY TODAY. I THINK I'M GOING TO WIND UP MURDERING SOMEBODY'S HUSBAND TODAY. I DON'T THINK THAT ANYBODY CHOOSES TO DO THESE THINGS, BUT WHAT THEY WHAT THEY DO IS THEY FAIL TO PREPARE. THEY GET COMPLACENT. YOU KNOW, THE SCRIPTURE SAYS IN SO MANY PLACES, THAT WE ARE IN A WAR, LIKE IN EPHESIANS CHAPTER 6, VERSE 12, WE WRESTLE NOT AGAINST FLESH AND BLOOD. THAT'S SHOWING THAT THERE'S THIS CONFLICT GOING ON. SECOND CORINTHIANS CHAPTER 10, VERSE 4, HE SAYS, THE WEAPONS OF OUR WARFARE ARE MIGHTY THROUGH GOD. WE ARE IN A WAR. YOU TURN OVER TO 1 PETER CHAPTER 5, IT SAYS YOUR ADVERSARY, THE DEVIL, AS A roaring LION, GOES ABOUT SEEKING WHOM HE MAY DEVOUR. DID YOU KNOW SO MUCH OF WHAT WE SEE GOING ON? THESE RIOTS, THE CANCEL the council CULTURE, THE HATRED, THE strife PEOPLE ARE KILLING AND THINGS ARE GOING ON. PEOPLE LOOK AT THAT AND WONDER ABOUT HOW DOES THIS HAPPEN. It, THIS IS TELLING YOU HOW ALL THIS HAPPENED. THIS IS NOT JUST NORMAL. IT IS NOT JUST NATURAL. THIS IS DEMONIC. SATAN IS AFTER PEOPLE. YOU KNOW, JESUS TOLD PETER, HE SAID, SIMON, SIMON, SATAN HATH DESIRED TO HAVE YOU THAT HE MIGHT SIFT YOU AS wheat. BUT I HAVE PRAYED FOR YOU THAT YOUR FAITH FAIL NOT. AND JESUS SHOWED RIGHT THERE THAT SATAN WAS AFTER PETER. HE WAS TRYING TO DESTROY PETER. And you know, when Peter uh, he had made this bold proclamation, Jesus said, "Who do men say that I am?" In the sixteenth chapter of the book of Matthew, and they said, "Some say that you're, you know, this person, John the Baptist; that you're all of these things." And but Jesus said, "Who do you say that I am?" And Peter said, "You are the Christ, the Son of the Living God." And I mean, within minutes of him making this bold statement, Jesus turned around and said, "I'm going to Jerusalem. They're going to crucify me. They're going to kill me." BUT I'LL RISE FROM THE DEAD. AND WHEN PETER HEARD THAT, HE SAYS, THAT BE FAR FROM YOU. WE AREN'T GOING TO LET THIS HAPPEN. WE'RE GOING TO PROTECT YOU. AND JESUS TURNED AROUND TO THE MAN WHO JUST MOMENTS BEFORE JESUS HAD SAID, YOU SAID THIS BY THE INSPIRATION OF THE HOLY SPIRIT. FLESH AND BLOOD DIDN'T REVEAL THIS UNTO YOU, BUT MY FATHER. AND THEN RIGHT AFTER THAT, PETER SAYS, NO, WE AREN'T GOING TO LET THEM KILL YOU. AND JESUS TURNED AROUND AND SAID, GET BEHIND ME, SATAN, FOR YOU AN OFFENSE TO ME. I MEAN, HE WENT FROM BEING INSPIRED BY GOD TO HAVING THE DEVIL SPEAK THROUGH HIM, AND JESUS TURNED AROUND AND REBUKED THE DEVIL. SO THE POINT I'M MAKING IS, AND I COULD USE MANY OTHER EXAMPLES, WE ARE IN A BATTLE. THE RIOTS, THE HATRED, THE THINGS THAT ARE GOING ON, THE DIVISION IN OUR COUNTRY, THIS ISN'T JUST PHYSICAL. GOING BACK AGAIN TO EPHESIANS CHAPTER 6, VERSE 12, WE WRESTLE NOT AGAINST FLESH AND BLOOD. THIS ISN'T JUST PHYSICAL. THIS ISN'T JUST NATURAL. THIS IS DEMONIC. AND THERE'S SO MANY SCRIPTURES. JESUS QUOTED... HE he SAID THIS OVER IN MATTHEW CHAPTER 13 WHEN HE WAS INTERPRETING THE PARABLE OF THE SOWER SOWING THE SEED. AND HE SAYS, THIS IS THE FULFILLMENT OF ISAIAH'S PROPHECY THAT THESE PEOPLE'S HEART HAS WAXED GROSS. THEIR EARS ARE DULL OF HEARING THEY CAN'T SEE. IT'S DEMONIC. ISAIAH SAID IN ISAIAH CHAPTER 5 VERSE 20 THAT IN THE LAST DAYS PEOPLE WOULD CALL EVIL GOOD AND GOOD EVIL AND LIGHT DARK AND DARK LIGHT SWEET BITTER AND BITTER SWEET. MAN, WE ARE LIVING THERE AND PEOPLE HAVE JUST LITERALLY LOST THEIR MIND. IT SAYS OVER IN SECOND THESSALONIANS CHAPTER 2, IT SAYS THAT GOD WILL SEND THEM A STRONG DELUSION THAT THEY MAY BELIEVE A LIE BECAUSE THEY DIDN'T Receive THE LOVE OF THE TRUTH. IN OTHER WORDS, BECAUSE THEY DIDN'T COMMIT THEMSELVES TO THE WORD OF GOD, THEY LEANED under THEIR OWN UNDERSTANDING, GOD WILL JUST LET THEM GO. AND WE SEE THIS HAPPENING TODAY THAT I MEAN PEOPLE ARE JUST INSANE, WANTING TO GET RID OF THE POLICE, WANTING TO DEFUND THE POLICE. THEY WANT TO TURN EVERY PERSON OUT OF JAIL. THAT'S JUST ABSOLUTELY CRAZY. YOU WONDER, HOW COULD PEOPLE THINK LIKE THIS? IT'S DEMONIC. THERE IS A DEMONIC DECEPTION GOING ON. SO MY POINT IS NOBODY JUST GETS UP AND SAYS, I THINK TODAY I'M GOING TO SIN AGAINST GOD. I'M GOING TO GO THE OTHER DIRECTION. I'M GOING TO MAKE A 180-DEGREE TURN AND I DON'T WANT TO SERVE GOD ANYMORE. BUT WHAT PEOPLE DO IS THEY FAIL TO RECOGNIZE WE'RE IN A BATTLE. THEY FAIL TO PREPARE FOR THE BATTLE AND BECAUSE OF THAT, SATAN IS GOING TO COME AGAINST EVERY SINGLE PERSON. HE'S GOING TO COME IMMEDIATELY TO STEAL AWAY THE WORD IT'S BEEN SOWN IN YOUR HEART. AND IF YOU HAVEN'T PREPARED IN ADVANCE, YOU ARE GOING TO BE DEFENSELESS WHEN THINGS HAPPEN. SO THIS IS WHAT THIS WHOLE SERIES, THIS IS WHAT I'M GOING TO BE TALKING ABOUT HERE ON MY PROGRAM IS HOW TO PREPARE YOUR HEART, HOW TO KEEP FROM COMING INTO A POSITION WHERE YOU WIND UP TURNING AWAY FROM THE LORD AND HAVING THESE TRAGEDIES HAPPEN IN YOUR LIFE. AND LIKE I SAID AT THE VERY BEGINNING OF THIS PROGRAM, THIS ISN'T ONE OF MY MOST POPULAR TEACHINGS. MOST PEOPLE, THIS IS NOT A VERY REQUESTED TEACHING BECAUSE AGAIN, PEOPLE THINK, OH, I'M JUST FINE. THEY DON'T REALIZE THAT, MAN, YOU ARE... SATAN IS GOING TO COME AFTER YOU. AND IF YOU SAY, OH, THAT'S NOT TRUE WITH ME, THEN ALL THAT MEANS IS THAT THE WAR IS GOING TO COME. IT JUST MEANS THAT YOU WON'T BE PREPARED AND YOU'LL BE CAUGHT FLAT-FOOTED AND YOU ARE ONE OF THOSE THAT COULD BE A CASUALTY. You know, it's like, uh, you know, there's people that during peacetime they want to do away with all of our armies and all of our armaments and they just want to cut down on the defense budget and stuff. And you can go back through history. This happened in World War I, it happened in World War II that we were way below what we should have been. And when these wars came up, I mean, we had to kick things into overdrive. And it was because people during peacetime they just think it's going to go on this way forever. AND THAT'S NOT TRUE. WE LIVE IN A FALLEN WORLD, AND IN THE NATURAL, YOU'RE GOING TO HAVE NATIONS THAT COME AGAINST THIS NATION, AND WE NEED TO BE PREPARED. BUT IN THE SPIRITUAL, YOU'RE GOING TO HAVE THE DEVIL COME AFTER YOU. IT'S NOT A QUESTION OF WILL IT HAPPEN, IT'S JUST A QUESTION OF WHEN IT HAPPENS, HOW IT HAPPENS. YOU NEED TO PREPARE IN ADVANCE TO KEEP YOUR HEART RIGHT WITH GOD SO LET ME GO BACK TO THIS VERSE. THE REASON THAT Rehoboam DID EVIL WAS BECAUSE HE PREPARED NOT HIS HEART TO SEEK THE LORD. I'M GOING TO BE SHARING WITH YOU SOME THINGS THAT I MEAN COULD MAKE A HUGE DIFFERENCE IN YOUR LIFE. IF YOU WOULD PREPARE, IF YOU WOULD GET READY, IF YOU WOULD SET YOUR HEART aright, FIX YOUR HEART, ALL OF THESE ARE DIFFERENT uh, DEFINITIONS, DIFFERENT WAY THAT THAT uh, HEBREW WORD WAS USED. IT WAS TRANSLATED FIX. IN PSALMS CHAPTER 57, VERSE 7, IT WAS TRANSLATED SET IN PSALMS CHAPTER 78, VERSE 8. I'M GOING TO BE EXPLAINING ALL OF THIS, BUT but IF YOU FIX OR SET YOUR HEART, ESTABLISH YOUR HEART IN THE THINGS OF GOD, THE BIBLE SAYS IN PROVERBS 23, 7, AS HE THINKETH IN HIS HEART, SO IS HE. ONCE YOU GET YOUR HEART FIXED, YOU CANNOT JUST GO AGAINST YOUR HEART I MEAN, THE BIBLE SAYS THAT AS YOUR HEART GOES, THAT IS THE WAY THAT YOUR LIFE GOES. PROVERBS CHAPTER 4, KEEP YOUR HEART WITH ALL DILIGENT, FOR OUT OF IT ARE THE ISSUES OF LIFE. IF WE GET OUR HEARTS FIXED, ESTABLISHED, AND PREPARED, YOU CAN REACH A PLACE TO WHERE YOU HONESTLY JUST CAN'T GO AGAINST GOD. BUT IT DOESN'T HAPPEN ACCIDENTALLY. IT'S A PROCESS. IT'S SOMETHING THAT TAKES TIME, AND IT HAS TO BE DONE IN ADVANCE. I'M OUT OF TIME TODAY, BUT THIS IS WHAT I'M GOING TO BE TEACHING ON. I PROMISE YOU, THIS COULD HELP YOU. THIS IS A preventative THING. THIS IS LIKE A VACCINATION. YOU NEED TO GET THIS VACCINATION. HOW TO PREPARE YOUR HEART. LISTEN TO OUR ANNOUNCER AS HE GIVES YOU SOME INFORMATION. I'VE GOT THIS ON CD AND ALSO ON DVD THAT WAS TAKEN FROM OUR TELEVISION BROADCAST. OUR ANNOUNCER WILL GIVE YOU ALL OF THAT INFORMATION, AND I ENCOURAGE YOU TO
0: PLEASE CALL OR WRITE AND RECEIVE THESE MATERIALS TODAY. Andrew's teaching, How to Prepare Your Heart, is available as a CD or DVD album made from our daily television broadcast. Each of these valuable resources are available for a gift of any amount when you contact us. This entire series is also available for audio download absolutely free from our website. You can get this teaching in the How to Prepare Your Heart package which includes your choice of either the CD or DVD album from the How to Prepare Your Heart series, as well as two books, Lessons from Elijah and Lessons from David. This package has a catalog value of $50, but today you can receive these valuable resources for just $35. Go to awmi.net to see all the ways you can get these teachings. The individual topic highlighted on today's broadcast is available as an audio CD for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give because there's a blessing in giving. But if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide today's teaching free of charge. We want to say a special thank you to the Grace Partners of Andrew Womick Ministries. Your gifts make it possible to put free ministry materials into the hands of many people in need. If you're not already a Grace Partner, we ask you to pray about becoming one today. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources or you can call our helpline 24 hours a day, five days a week, Monday through Friday, at 719-635-1111. To write us, use the address on your screen. We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today. We'd like to point out Andrew's upcoming speaking schedule Mark your calendars to come meet Andrew at one of these events and let the Word of God transform your life. In the month of October, Andrew will be speaking in Woodland Park. Also, Andrew will be in Budapest, Hungary for a Grace and Faith Conference. Next, Andrew will be hosting the Andrew Womack Ministries European Ministers Conference in Walsall, England with guest speaker Bob Yandian. Lastly, in October, Andrew will be hosting a Grace and Faith Conference in Wienendal, Netherlands. Please note the European events are live stream only. In November, come to Woodland Park for the annual Women Arise Conference. Speakers at this event include Tracy Asia, Karen Conrad, Sue Nuttman, and Audrey Mack. Please note Andrew will not be speaking at this event. And in December, Andrew will be in Woodland Park to host the musical production, The Heart of Christmas. The Heart of Christmas is an unforgettable mix of modern day biblical stories with heartwarming familiar seasonal songs and American traditions that represent the true meaning of the season. For more details on Andrew's next meeting in your area, visit our website at awmi.net.
1: I'D LIKE TO ENCOURAGE ALL OF YOU WHO CLAIM TO REALLY HAVE A RELATIONSHIP WITH THE LORD TO GET OUT AND VOTE IN THESE UPCOMING ELECTIONS. I'M AMAZED THAT THERE WERE OVER 25 MILLION CHRISTIANS REGISTERED TO VOTE WHO DID NOT VOTE IN THE LAST ELECTION CYCLE. I TELL YOU, THAT'S SIN. THAT'S WRONG. WE HAVE NOT ONLY THE PRIVILEGE, BUT A RESPONSIBILITY TO VOTE. SO I'D JUST LIKE TO ENCOURAGE YOU TO TAKE YOUR CHRISTIAN RESPONSIBILITY TO VOTE SERIOUSLY. GET OUT AND VOTE FOR RIGHTEOUSNESS THIS ELECTION.
0: CARIS Bachelor PROGRAMS ARE EQUIPPING AN ARMY TO GO INTO THE SEVEN MOUNTAINS OF INFLUENCE IN EVERY SOCIETY.
1: Everybody has
0: a calling. Everybody is separated into something. It's an awesome thing to be able to unwrap what God is waiting for us and be able to be truly equipped to be able to go into the world and not only minister, but to be effective. For more information on our bachelor programs, visit charisbiblecollege.org.